Okay, so welcome back. Get a little sip of my wine. I'm going to finish it before this webinar. Okay, so lesson four. So these are helpful tips to help you pass your exam. Number one, um, what should you do before you start to study, right? And this is, again, what a lot of exam prep companies don't do. But when you enroll, and I'm going to have a special offer for you just for attending this webinar, stick around until the end, because only those who stick around until the end will get that special offer. But here's what you need to do. Before you start studying, review your state's exam outline. Review your state's exam outline because on the state exam outline, it's going to tell you exactly what topics will be tested on your exam. So let me stop my, uh, let me share with you what I'm talking about so you can see for yourself. So, If you, if you look here, I'm sorry, here, let's see here, let's go back. Um, uh, just give me one minute here. Let me find that information. All right. Let's see, let's see. All right, I just want to show you uh, I'm comparing two exam prep, no, no, two exam outlines side by side. Okay, so you can see for yourself right there. So right here, this is the Iowa, no, this is the Texas exam um, in, in content outline. See? This is effective September 1st, 2021. Uh, it's usually, the exam outline is usually updated every year. Some states do it every six months. But this is the mistake a lot of students make, right? They don't even know about the exam outline, um, or if they don't, they, if they know, they don't even check. But yes, the good thing though, yes, what you can do, you come and check the exam outline because it tells you exactly what's going to be on the exam. So, for example, let's let's take a look here at Texas, right? If you are in the state of Texas, so let's come here to the life and health. Uh, you see right here, Texas Life and Health General Knowledge. So this tells you everything you, you need to know. It tells you that um, 100 questions will be scorable. Then um, you're going to have 15 additional questions that will not be scored. That means those are pre-test questions, right? Uh, those are questions that you are testing for future exams. Those questions will not count towards your grade. That is why on the exam, you don't want to spend so much time on one question. The average time you should spend on a single question is one minute. Because for most state exams, you have average of one minute and 20 seconds per question. So if you're spending more than one minute on a question, you are falling behind on your exam. So time yourself, okay? Um, time yourself. By the time you hit that one minute mark, move on. Just guess the answer and move on. You can have you have the option to review your uh, your answer at the end of the exam, you no, know? but but most people don't do that. So let's take a look here. So for example, here Texas Life and Health General Knowledge, because the insurance exam is divided into two parts. You have the general part, that is the part that will apply to most states, 
then you have the state specific laws, insurance regulation, and that one varies state, uh, it varies from state to state. And that one usually makes up anywhere between 25 to 35% of your exam, okay? So for example, for the state of Iowa, it makes up about, I think 30% of the exam. All right, so yeah, let's take a look here. You see right here? So this year is Texas. So it tells you on the exam, you're gonna have under um, types of policies. You're gonna have 12 questions from types of policies and it breaks everything down. It tells you traditional whole life products. You're gonna, you're gonna test you on um, ordinary whole life and limited paid and single um, premium whole life. So if I'm a student, I'm not wasting my time studying all of the other different types of whole life products, right? You have so many different types of whole life products. I'm not wasting my time because I know only these two types of whole life products will be tested on the exam. And that's what sets me to academy apart because our questions are state specific and we, we draw our questions based on each state's exam outline, right? So, the, the exam you take for Texas, you no, know, our, our questions for Texas may, may not be the same as the questions for Iowa or for California because they're different exams, right? So it, it just gives you, I mean, it tells you everything here for term insurance. It tells you you need to know these types of, you no, know, the types of term, level decreasing, return of premium, annually renewable. So if I'm studying, I'm knowing that, now I'm telling myself, okay, I, I need to know those four terms, you know, those four types of term insurance. It gives you everything. It's pretty simple. Now, I mean, it gives you details here. Under taxes, retirements, and other insurance concepts, it tells you here, eight questions will come from there. Under policy provisions, clauses, and riders, 20 questions will come from there. So if I'm studying for my exam, I know 20 questions, uh, the general portion, which will be uh, 50 questions, 20 out of those 50 questions will come from this section. So where am I going to spend most of my time studying? Under policy provisions, um, clauses, and riders. A lot of people don't even know about the exam outline. And that's what makes Minzo Academy different. Because we use the exam outline to draw your exam questions, your practice questions. That is why 100% of our students pass the exam. 100%. 100%. That is, again, with a major caveat. If they complete the program and do everything you're supposed to do, 100% of them pass the exam. So let me just show you the difference here. You see right here, pay keen attention. Under, under um, taxes, retirements, and other health insurance concepts. Let's come here, you see right here, Texas. Let's compare that to the state of Iowa. So let's come here to Iowa Life and Health. All right, let's see here. Let's come here. My eyes are getting watery, this, this lights as I have. <laughs> Uh, this ring light uh, to just uh, make my background you know, 
bright. So I have this ring light on. All right. So you see right here, just follow me. You see where it says here. Um, let's come back up here. Uh -oh. where, where can I find that? Just one minute, guys. Uh, okay, so so Iowa doesn't uh, give you the option to take both. Um, yeah, they don't they don't give you the option to take both life and health. But here, but let's let's just come here for the life portion. You see right here under taxes retirement and other insurance concepts. You see, Iowa has surplus, right? They have insurance notices and documents, electronic delivery. Keep, keep this in mind. You see right here, section four, right? Taxes, retirements, and other insurance concepts. You see right here, right? Texas has, no, uh, Iowa has surplus, and they have insurance notices and documents, electronic delivery. Let's come here to the state of Texas. You see right here, under taxes, retirement insurance, they do not have anything that has to do with surplus. They do not have anything that has to do with electronic delivery. So if the sad thing is some of our competitors will group everything together. So they, and that's why, again, I won't call your name. I'm, I'm, I'm tempted to call your name, but I won't. But they have 540 pages because why? You combine so much information, pretty much just dump everything there. But the thing is, uh, not everything in that exam is going to be tested on your specific state exam. So you're learning something that will be in the Iowa exam, but you are taking Texas exam. So that's what that is what makes Minzo Pass different. So now let's let's come back here to our screen and let's do a new share. Let me know if you can see my screen. Okay. So 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 that's that's the tip. No, the first tip you need to take, right? Review. Uh, uh, let's go here. I'm, I'm sorry. This, this is taking me all the way to. All right. Uh, well, let's just fast forward to where we were. I'm sorry, guys. Um, I share my screen and I, I have to start from scratch. All right. Okay. So, yeah, so your, your state insurance exam content, uh, first thing we've scheduled that, now uh, we've reviewed that. Next thing is you want to schedule your exam before you actually start studying. Why? From my experience, Procrastination is one of the main reasons people do not succeed, right, um, with their exams, because they keep procrastinating and procrastinating and procrastinating. And by the time you look, something that was supposed to take you a few days now is taking you three, four, five months because you keep procrastinating. So 
when you set when you schedule your exam and by the way just a disclaimer this can only be done for states that uh, do not do pre-licensing so pre-licensing meaning they don't um require you to go to a formal um training program before you before you do exam so about 24 states do not require that no texas does not require it um you know um washington dc does not require it north dakota does not require there, there are about 24 states that do not require so if your state does not require pre-licensing then schedule your exam before you even start studying so in that way you have a deadline to work towards right and from my experience the students who do that 100 percent of them pass the exam you also want to commit to a fixed study schedule okay so have a you know have a fixed schedule in the same way you have a fixed schedule to work right you, you know you got to go to work monday to friday nine to five <laughs> even if you don't feel like going to work you still have to go to work right so have a fixed schedule for your for your exam you know for your exam prep for your study right you can choose any day say maybe three days a week or every day i'll study from 5 p.m to 7 p.m or 7 a.m to 9 a.m and the good thing is mental pass if you want we have one-on-one -on -one instructors ready to hold your hands because some people want that um accountability some people want someone to you know some people want that structure you know that is the reason a lot of people who start online you know classes right do not succeed right it's not that online courses are not um are not good but it's just that people like that discipline you know that people like like that self-discipline and commitment so if you are doing an online course and no one is there to hold you accountable uh, you can say, oh, well, I'll, I'll study tomorrow. And something that was supposed to take you one month to do now, it will end up taking you six months or nine months to do because there is no deadline. There is no structure. That's why in-person education works. That's why people go to colleges and all of that because the course is structured. You know, you have to take, um, you know, biology 101 from you no know, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. So you don't have a choice, right? But if you if, if it was left to you, you 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 procrastinate and instead of it taking you one semester, it'll probably take you two or three semesters to finish that, right? So so if you want that structure um in-person feel of training, then one of our instructors we can assign one of our instructors to you they will work with your schedule so some people are only available in the morning you no know? so our instructors are available as early as 8 a.m in the morning so they can work with you. you you tell them your schedule they will, right but commit to a fixed schedule other teachers for one-on-one -on -one, uh, exam prep, then we have a Facebook group, and I'm going to talk about that later. Join our Facebook group, right? And the good thing about our Facebook group is you can make friends, you can network, 
and you can get to meet people from your, you know, from your city. Like let's say, you know, we have some students in Houston, right? So some students in Houston through our Facebook group got together. You know, they met each other in our Facebook group and they said, oh, you know what, we can go to, to Starbucks and study, right? So that's how, so form, form study group, you know, have an accountability partner. Think about an, account, uh, an accountability partner as a, as a workout buddy. I, I remember a long time ago, one of my friends, uh, he, he, he was my exercise buddy. And I remember this day, it snowed. Uh, it was freezing cold. I think it was um, 24 degrees uh, that day. And he called me early in the morning because we're, we used to work out around um, around like 5, 6 o'clock in the morning. So he called me this time around 5 o'clock in the morning like, yo, man, let's go to the gym. And I'm like, bro, it's 5 o'clock, it's snowing outside, and it's freezing cold. I don't feel like coming. He's like, come on, man. And, and just because of him, I was able to drag myself out of bed to go and work out. Why? Because I had an accountability partner. But if I was just working out by myself, I would have slept in and be like, ah, it's too cold. I'll do it tomorrow. So one of the things we find out from students who succeed, and again, students who pass the exam, all the students who pass the exam do these things. That's why we're sharing them with you to make sure that you also succeed in passing your exam. So get an accountability partner. All right. Now, during your exam and after your exam, right? Uh, no, during during your study and and after your study, these are things you want to number one follow our T eighty S twenty strategy. What Mizo Pass has done is we have flipped exam prep upside down. We've we've, we've came we've we've destroyed the old way of doing things. We've we've destroyed the game. Before the traditional way of studying was you get a 500 page book and those people expect you to remember everything in a 500 page book. Absolutely not. But you have a 500 page book and then you have to read everything and study and flip pages and highlight and circle. Then towards the end, then they give you few practice questions, which are not even realistic, but it gives you few practice questions. So you spend about 90% of your time studying, which is passive studying, it's not even active studying. There's a difference, again, when you take the course, we're going to explain that in detail, but you're doing passive studying. With Mental Academy, uh, with Mental Pass, we've created our own innovative T80S20 strategy. What that means is 80% of your exam prep time will be spent doing practice questions after practice questions after practice questions. We have thousands of questions. You can get as many as a thousand, a thousand five hundred questions. It just depends on how many questions you're willing to pay for. But the more questions you do, the better you're, uh, you're going to pre be prepared because now you, you're getting the same questions, not the same, but similar to what you're going to see on the exam, the same way the questions are structured, uh, the same content. So you're not wasting your time studying things that will not show up on your exam. No, 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 no. You're going to questions, only topics that will be tested on your exam. And we do that 
using your exam outline. So 80% of your time will be spent doing questions, 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 questions. And only 20% of that time will be spent doing passive study. That is, uh, maybe if you need one-on-one -on -one help, then our um, one of our teachers can jump on and share with you some notes and you know stuff like that. But do spend as much time doing questions as possible. That is the strategy we've used. And I'll kid you now, one of um, my students, when he took his life insurance exam, it took him five weeks to prepare, five freaking weeks to prepare. With ours, when he went to take his life exam, he's in the state of Maryland uh, and, and he's, he's on our website also. It took him two and a half days to prepare using our, you know, using our study, uh, our study strategy. So our study strategy works because you're using active recall, which the science, you know, with research coming up in the last few years, it shows that active recall when you're actually forcing your brain to record information instead of just passively flipping pages, that that. You spend less time studying, you remember, you retain information three, four times uh, no, um, longer than the traditional way of studying. The next suggestion we have is to study in a quiet environment. We recommend Baroque classical music because Baroque classical music reduces the resting heart rate and it also uh, no, excuse me, and, and it also increases memory retention and increases concentration. So if you're studying, uh, we recommend, if you like, just try out the Baroque classical music, it helps to increase retention. Then you also want to practice time management, as I said not too long ago, no more than one minute should be spent on one question. So practice time management. And then before you take your exam, at least you know, one or two days before you take your exam, you want to score at least 80% on two of our simulated exams in a row. If you score at least 80% on two of our simulated exams in a row, that tells you you're guaranteed to pass your exam. And last but not the least, and I think this is the most important thing, Get at least seven hours of sleep the night before your exam. I'll give you guys a quick um, story. So when I was in pharmacy school, this was for one of my midterms. And I stayed up studying for this course. I said, no, no, I, I, I must pass this course. No, no, I must pass this exam. And I remember my friends kept telling me, yo, man, are you sure you don't want to go and get some sleep? I said, no, 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 I, no, no, I'm, no, I'm, I'm all good. For some of you who don't know Red Bull, Red Bull is 10 times stronger than coffee. If you drink Red Bull, there is no way you're going to sleep. So, so I'll, you know, I'll drink like two, three uh, Red Bulls. So I drank two, three Red Bulls uh, <laughs> and I stayed up. I didn't sleep and I went and you know, sitting, I went to sit for that exam. And I tell you, true story, that was the worst performance of my entire academic life ever, hands down, from elementary school all the way to college. That was the worst. 
I had a complete shoulder, complete and total brain shutdown. It was a brain freeze. I couldn't think, I couldn't remember anything. And at school, I think at school, either 35 or 40 percent. That was my worst performance. Even though I studied harder than most of my classmates, I didn't even I didn't even go home that weekend. I spent the whole weekend in the library studying. But because I didn't sleep, I filled that exam miserably and I ended up filling that course. So the moral of the story is get enough sleep. Get enough sleep because you're going to make all of your study time go to waste. If you get less than seven hours of sleep because your, your brain will not be at full capacity. If you just get three or four hours of sleep, and this is a high concentration exam that requires you to uh, retrieve a lot of information, your, your mind is, your brain is like a computer. When you don't get enough sleep, uh, you know, you know, your, your processing, the brain processing power slows down. The speed slows down. You know, you're not able to get as much information, retrieve as much information. And that's why you find some students study so hard, but yet and still go and fail. One of the reasons from what I've seen with students who fail, because I've worked with students who fail the exam two, three times, and I've gotten them to pass the exam. One of the reasons they fail is because they don't get enough sleep. So we, yeah, at Minzo Pass, I recommend get at least seven hours of sleep the night before your exam. If, if you can get more sleep, that's better, but at least seven hours of sleep. All right. So um, let's, let's go on to the next unit. Um, thank you guys very much.